0: the program. I
1: was going to tell you, uh, I'm using uh, for Thanksgiving tomorrow, I'm going to be Roasting a uh, turkey breast with the Ina Garten recipe because it's Jeffrey's favorite.
0: <laughs> Ooh!
1: <laughs> you really, don't you ever watch her show with Beverly Contessa?
0: No, she's I like, don't watch Beverly. Contessa. Oh I'm like, who's Jeffrey? Oh
1: my god! What? That's her husband. Her no. husband. Wink, wink. She's no. like, I'm always. She's always cooking something for him and his friends, you know. No. And it's anyway. Do never you, mind. Do you,
0: do you I think guess, she's in a polyamorous relationship? <laughs> I think she's in a very lavender one. At least, I mean, at least that's sort
1: of the running joke. She's always, it's, she's always cooking a roast chicken because it's Jeffrey's favorite, and I'm like, yeah, I just anyway. <laughs> it's I'm Jeffrey's sure it's actually be fucking good because I'm all sure of her recipes is. are they crush it. So yeah, yeah, I needed a sure thing. <laughs> nice,
0: well. Uh, Cat's out of the bag. We are recording this the (laughs) day before Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) It's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, Welcome to Old
1: Hollywood Realness.
0: (laughs) The podcast dedicated to the glitz and glamour of Digital Town's golden era uh i'm philip estrada
1: and i'm kathleen Nall. and
0: we are going to talk about we're actually going to be kicking off the christmas time season because (laughs) it is this is coming to come out in december huzzah (laughs) huzzah (laughs) um
1: yeah we're getting it done early kind of like joanne's yes (laughs) (laughs) except it's not august (laughs) or home
0: depot yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was about to say home depot starts in like february (laughs)
1: Um, <laughs> we're like a pumpkin latte in july
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yay so we're gonna be talking about the movie <laughs> christmas in connecticut from 1945 yay. yay this is uh this is a warner brothers feature uh yes. it stars barbara Stanwyck as Elizabeth Lane. Um, Dennis Morgan as Jeffrey Jefferson Jones. Jeffrey Jefferson Jones. (laughs) Uh, Sydney Greenstreet plays Alexander Yardley. Uh, Reginald Gardner plays John Sloan. S. Z. Sakal plays Felix Bassanak. Robert Shane plays Dudley Beecham. Joyce Compton plays Mary Lee, the nurse, and Una O'Connor plays Nora. Uh, This is directed by Peter Godfrey, and the costumes are by Edith Head for um, Stanwick's gowns and Milo Anderson for The Balance of the Wardrobe.
1: That's Milo gowns, 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 Anderson. Yes.
0: (laughs) Famous for his uh, uh, footlight parade costumes, yes. Yes. <laughs> this one actually was a lot less uh, glamorous than mm-hmm. um, the Footlight Parade, so he was—he wasn't really—he was kind of phoning it in on this one. <laughs> he yeah, with the heavy lifting <laughs> to Miss to Miss Head, naturally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um,
1: I, I bet he took care of a lot of the suits because there were some great suits oh, in this movie. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. There were good suits in um, Footlight Parade too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe he was handling mostly the men stuff. He
1: suits 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 in this suits, movie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but he knows how to do a lady once in a while. Yes, he does. Um, so, Kathleen, do you have a history with Christmas in Connecticut? I,
1: I, I don't. I had never heard of this movie, and the first time I heard of it was you had suggested it. You said it was possibly a listener suggestion.
0: We did get a listener suggestion, and I wow. actually I feel bad, terrible, because I looked high and low and could not find the actual Hado in order to to credit our dear dear listener. So this was a um, this was a listener request and to who requested it, you know who you are. So yes. this one's for you. Thank you.
1: you. One for listening, yes. two for suggesting. Yes, and so. th- it was on Amazon Prime. Well, that was even better. I mean,
0: to- yeah, so if you have <laughs> Amazon Prime, get to it. Like, get it before yep. they take it off, because you know they're yeah. gonna do it for Christmas. Um, exactly. Yeah, so uh, this one's for you, baby. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, uh, what about
1: but, you? How How you? What was your experience with this movie?
0: My experience with this movie is actually exactly the same. I was not familiar oh, okay. with it, but honestly, um, oddly enough, though, last year for Christmas. Ryan and I went down to a hotel in Long Beach, Oregon. Um, and they had TCM in the hotel room. And it was Christmas Eve. And so I turned on Christmas Eve. And Christmas in Connecticut was playing. Oh, and nice. I, so I remember <laughs> seeing, like, little bits of it. So I watched, like, 20 minutes of it last year. And then I watched <laughs> it again this year. <laughs> Yay. So um, so I have a tiny bit of history with this. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. So, um, in the research, I did a little bit of like a cursory research, and um, I thought it was interesting that the film was in production th- um, in late. May through July of 1944 and premiered about a year later on July 27th 1945 mm-hmm. um, which is strange to have a Christmas movie released in the summer um, but uh, the post this, I th- believe this was from IMDB it said that the Christmas movies in those days didn't get a Christmas release date become and they give the example White Christmas premiered in October remember mm-hmm. the night in late January and Miracle on 34th Street premiered in May um the non it said the non Christmas premieres were due to different release schedules followed in this era. The wide or saturation releases that we're used to today um, which is when a movie is released majority across the country only dates to the 1970s before wide releases became the normal movies premiered first in the biggest cities and theaters before trickling into smaller towns and second run theaters over the next several months or even years Mm -hmm. so that's actually something that was interesting to think about I was like oh yeah I guess movies they didn't have like I mean now they have worldwide releases that are released on the same day Yeah. Um, Which it wasn't even until like a couple years ago that they started doing that. And it wasn't until the 70s that they actually had like a national release, which is interesting to think about. So and that makes me that kind of puts things into perspective, too. Like when they would used to have the traveling road shows with the movies, like Mm -hmm. they'd have like Judy Garland go out on stage for like Meet Me in St. Louis or the Wizard of Oz or something. And they'd have like a whole troop of like stars to go and do like kind of like the A-list theaters or something, which is kind
1: of interesting. Or they'd premiere it in St. Louis or sort of like Virginia city when they yeah. did that and they premiered it in Virginia city or Dodge city or one of those places. Yeah, well, And they like would do like a
0: straight up road show where they literally mm-hmm. can the, put the film in a can and carry it to the next town yeah. where it was more of a sort of like a, like a, it was almost like a, it was almost like a vaudeville act where they would take the film on, on yeah. the road as opposed to literally just printing a billion copies of it and sending it out.
1: Yeah. And then being like, there you go, folks have yeah. at it. It's
0: like, have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did you, there was also too? I thought this was interesting. This is the first film that Barbara Stanwyck did after her not Oscar nomination for Double Indemnity, which mm-hmm. is that which is a wonderful film noir where she plays like a murderous wife. Which, um, yes. which is really that that movie is amazing. If we yeah, yeah if any if any of you haven't seen that one, please check that one out. It's pretty talk amazing. about a
1: pivot from that. Yes,
0: uh. <laughs> I was reading that she liked going back and forth between. Um, yeah, dramas, dramas and comedies in order to like keep her from getting too too serious. <laughs>
1: I know. Who knew that there would be someone back then actually taking the healthy route on on how to uh, probably go about her job.
0: I know. That right? that does
1: sound like the, probably the thing to do. And to even that, like I, like you were saying, you know, it was a light-hearted movie. And I was I was reading is that it sounds like people in general like got along great making the movie, and it really does show in the movie. Like when you're oh, yeah. watching it, it has a ver- a nice lightness to it.
0: Yeah, it's a cute. It's an ador- it was an adorable little rom-com. Actually, it reminded mm-hmm. me of like something like the holiday or you know a love actually without without yes. all without all the schmaltz. You know, it was yeah. just yeah. it was it was kind of funny to have it. It was like centered around Christmas, but it was mostly about a love story. I yeah. thought that was pretty cute. I did too. Um, so I was gonna go ahead and just jump into the story on this one. Sure. Okay. So this film opens up with Jefferson Jones, played by Dennis Morgan. He his naval ship has just been sunk by a German U boat, and Jefferson his sole survivor, shi- um, sole surviving shipmate are on a light uh, life raft adrift for to starve for eighteen days. They are eventually saved and taken to a military hospital where Jefferson pines for home cooked meals made made by Elizabeth Lane from articles <laughs> in a Home and Garden Journal style magazine same. Um. Where let's see, uh, he pines for them because he's only allowed um milk and raw egg from the doctors, which is gross sounding. Yeah, pretty gross. <laughs> um, and in order to get solid food, he woos his nurse Mary Lee, played by Joyce Compton. Uh, the wooing ends up going to so um so far that he ends up proposing in like some sort of like de facto way. Uh, he tries to shake her off by saying that he's an artist and a rambler and has never had a home in air quotes, so it won't feel right setting up with one setting one. Up with her uh, she gets the bright idea to write alexander yardley played by sydney Greenstreet, who is the owner of elizabeth lane's magazine so he owns a series of magazine and he owns elizabeth lanes as well um, her scheme is to get elizabeth lane to host jeffy boy at her home for christmas and to cook him great meals so that he can see that setting up a home is an epic idea and he will want to set up a home with her which is <laughs> I guess one way to get it done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yardley that's a plan. <laughs> yeah, that, that sure is a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know how they always say this, the fastest way between two points is a straight line, not in old Hollywood. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So uh, Yardley receives a letter and he loves the idea. He thinks it's going to be a huge like publicity boom. So he calls Dudley Beecham, Elizabeth Lane's editor, and demands um, that she meet him to discuss the details. Um, so at this point, they immediately... Um, they immediately end up in flop sweats because uh, Yardley <laughs> cares only about two things, circulation numbers and the truth. Um, as it turns out, Elizabeth Lane, master homemaker and mother, is actually Elizabeth Lane, played by Barbara Stanwyck, a single, young, apartment-dwelling writer with an active imagination. Her cooking <laughs> skills actually belong to Felix um, Bassinac, played by S. Z. Sakal. Um, he is devoted to Elizabeth and gives her all of the recipes that she needs for her columns. And Elizabeth goes to Yardley's home to make excuses as to why she can't host the Sailor um, when he bulldozes her into hosting not only Jefferson, but also himself. So he ba- he just like... Strong arms his way and to it's a bulldozer, doesn't care mm-hmm. about anything she says. And he's like, By the way, you're also hosting me, too, your boss. Um, so that sounds like an absolute dream. Yes. <laughs> to host a stranger and your boss.
1: I've been fluffed so it's already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh so
0: Elizabeth <laughs> returns to deliver the news to Dudley and since it's all a lie they're doomed so but enter John Sloan played by Reginald Gardner who is in love with Elizabeth um but she's not she's kind of like nonplussed by him so she just like I don't know why she keeps him around so it turns out he owns a farm in Connecticut just like her column describes. Uh, he also um, happens to be a man whom she could marry, just like her column describes. Also, Felix can cook the meals, just like her column describes. So they all cook, a scheme, cook up a scheme to host Jefferson and Yardley at Sloan's Farm in Connecticut. So Elizabeth, Felix, and Sloane arrive at the farm, which is complete with a baby borrowed from a local woman who works during the day. Uh, the Justice of the Peace arrives to marry them, but before they can, Jefferson arrives early and interrupts the secret secret nuptials. Um, at this point, Felix is not on board for the marriages, so that comes into play later. So they hustle the Justice of the Peace away to greet Jeffy Boy um, from the and from the jump. Elizabeth is completely smitten with Jefferson. She's just like. She is, uh, she is rubbing her tuchus all over every (laughs) piece of furniture (laughs) in the room. (laughs) Look, a cat in heat. In heat. Uh, So he is introduced to the baby and they give the baby a bath when Yardley arrives. Um, This is also when kind of, when pretty, this is really the point where Elizabeth becomes familiar with the baby as well. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes for an amazing scene. Um, Yes.
1: Isn't it? (laughs) She
0: always refers to the babies as it. Um, uh, So every, uh, so, Basically, the evening goes well, and Jefferson ends up singing Christmas carols, and um, Elizabeth ends up falling deeper in love with him. Everyone ended up was, um, was kind of going off to bed um, when the Justice of the Peace swings by again, um, and he tries to marry them. But they are interrupted again, this time by Yardley and Jefferson clanking around the kitchen uh, with a wayward cow uh the next day christmas morning mm-hmm. the pressure the pressure is on because yardley wants to see elizabeth at work um on a homemade breakfast there's a lot of scenes where everyone just really wants to see her be a wife like they're they're yes. really intent on watching her be a wife which i'm yeah
1: cringing don't, don't oh, know how <laughs> i feel sorry. about it
0: because i'm okay. like really you're just gonna, you just kind of you just want to watch her do house what, like wifely duties in air quotes yeah. i'm like this you guys need to raise your bar of what impresses you. (laughs) Maybe if she was doing it while juggling, I don't know. I'm just like, it seemed a little bit every day for me. It's like, I'm not going to watch you do the dishes. It's boring. Um, So uh, she's, she's been tasked with making a homemade meal while everyone stares at her. Like, like she's (laughs) in the circus. Um, This is also when a different baby is dropped off to babysit. Um, And then the justice of the peace also wants to swing by and marry them again. Uh, So Felix ends up thwarting the wedding by pretending that the new baby swallowed his pocket watch. And that evening everyone attends a town dance. Uh, Elizabeth and Jefferson seem to fall even more in love, and they end up going mm-hmm. on a sleigh ri- on a ride in an accidentally stolen sleigh. Uh, they cheerfully get arrested for theft, while Yardley goes back to the house where he sees the real mother taking off with the baby and assumes it's being kidnapped. So he calls the police, and they mount a manhunt. Uh, Jefferson and Elizabeth arrive in the next morning after chilling in the clank, and Yardley accuses her of being a negligent mother, which causes the truth to come out, and the whole thing has been a giant charade. So Yardley is furious and ends up firing Elizabeth for her deception. This is when Jefferson's fiancée, Mary Lee, swings by as a surprise, which thwarts, um, which thwarts Elizabeth's plan for boning him. Um, <laughs> and then Yardley offers Elizabeth her job back after Felix tricks him into thinking that she has an, um, another offer from his competition. Meanwhile, Jefferson that learns that Mary has married his shipmate from the beginning of the story. So he goes to Elizabeth and lays the moves on her, which she is totes down for. <laughs> and then everyone is happy. The end. Yay. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah so that's basically the end of the storyline of this movie um, yeah but this movie's got some looks though it, it does
1: <laughs> and um, I also wanted to add that the character of, I don't know if we went over this yet the character of Elizabeth Lane was loosely based on then popular Family Circle magazine columnist Gladys Tabor who lived Ooh. on Still Meadow Farm in Connecticut um, Ooh, la, the name la. of her column was Butternut Wisdom, and it ran... From <laughs> wait, before wait, 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 wait. You can't just bulldoze past that. I know, all that. Right, now, now. It's called okay, Butternut first, Wisdom. <laughs>
0: okay, first of all, take a nice deep breath and <laughs> deliver that title with the gusto it deserves.
1: <laughs> Butternut Wisdom.
0: Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. So,
1: and, and so that, that column ran uh, from before World War II through the 70s. And these oh, wow. were later published in a number of books, and the, line that, um, the lines that uh, Stan recites as she types her, uh, them for her column are quite typical of the ones that began a typical Gladys Tabor column. So besides, uh, besides cooking and country living, uh, she got rather nostalgic and philosophical at times, and she talked a lot about her favorite dogs, uh, mostly Cocker Spaniels. Naturally. And you might say that she was like the Martha, like Martha Stewart is the Gladys Tabor of today. Yeah, interesting. And oh, and Betty Davis was originally uh, picked to uh, cast as Elizabeth in early 1944, but Barbara Stanwyck replaced her in April of that same year. Huh. That's all I got. I'm
0: trying <laughs> to think of what Barb, what uh let's Betty Davis. Betty be Davis in 1944, instead? though, because I wonder like now Voyager what she was kind of doing time. in 1944. Hmm she was doing Mr. Skeffington so she was a young she was a young lady at that time so she was looking good yeah yeah so I could see her doing that yeah I
1: could have seen that too yeah and she's also very New Englandy they both kind of she's very super New Englandy Quiet. I have no idea what that's like because I never grew up around that area at all and I don't really but it Connecticut. I think I always think of that that wasp. That's what little, that it's like, a waspy.
0: You know. It's kind of a waspy yeah. thing. Um, I you know while watching this movie and f- um, taking notes on this movie, I found I did not realize that there were three C's in Connecticut. <laughs> so oh. learning every day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Connecticut.
1: Yes, I found myself spelling it having to spell it a few times, going and that's how it's spelled. <laughs> You're like I'm yes. Not-
0: as sure is as the spelling.
1: That now that's a word. <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: So I think the first thing we need to talk about is uh, Jeffy Boy. <laughs>
1: oh yes, he is <laughs> <He's> <laughs> super dreamy. Even Panty in his like dropper. delirium scene when he's in his like linen dinner jacket on the raft with a beard
0: <laughs> that he didn't have in any other scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Even when they he went back. So to, good. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Like, because he's
0: on the raft, no beard, and then they show him (laughs) in the dream sequence with a beard, and I'm just like, I'm listening yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and watching, Um, looking good.
1: I know. It's so funny, though, because it's like he's in almost like a black t-shirt, and he looks very Miami Vice. It's like black t-shirt, white double-breasted jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's got, like, like a little carnation and everything. But Look, uh, Kathleen, yeah.
0: I watched it and I loved it, okay, every <laughs> second of that frame. It was, like, a mere 30 <laughs> seconds and I was just like, no, 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 go back to that dream sequence. I know! I did
1: <laughs> He was looking very modern. <laughs> loved it, loved it.
0: Feeling it, feeling it. Um, but he was also a looker when they cleaned him up and got him back yes. into his, into oh, his Navy his... dress uniform. Ooh. Love a
1: man in uniform. Oh, uh-huh. And it's that World War II, just everything is spit-shined yes. and clean and looking good.
0: Buttons as far as the eye can see.
1: People, all their every shoulders are just competing with each other. They're all shoulders just 90-degree angles everywhere as far as the eye <laughs> totally. can see.
0: I, whenever i whenever think of broad shoulders i think of that saturday night live skit from the, um when they did uh when they did good times and she's like i she's like i had a rat in my bed last night shoulders out to heel, smile that lit up the night anyway it was just, that's what i was thinking. willona from good times um yeah so jeffy boy national treasure yes Yep, <laughs> and Barbara Stanwyck is adorable in this movie. Oh, she oh, is adorable, God. and
1: like I love her. Um, I love her opening outfit when we first see her. She's got that nice crisp surplice mm-hmm. front blouse and yeah. like like uh, high waisted trousers with pockets. And were I love. They, how she's... Were they
0: trousers? Because I did remember. I was trying to see if they were trousers, and I couldn't tell. By yes,
1: they're them. they're like they're these beautiful like just nice like tapered trousers, and mm-hmm. she's wearing. And what I love is that she's got a leopard belt with matching leopard loafers now that yes. is a work from home outfit i'm yes, just saying it is. everybody take the, out
0: <laughs> and then the wonderful the wonderful delivery woman which the I delivery woman who is looking her.
1: amazing oh my god arrives with
0: that fur coat with by the way talk about shoulders out oh here i that fur coat. <laughs> with her cape, like, she's yes. wearing
1: <laughs> yes well Ugh. like her whole outfit her delivery outfit was Oh, amazing. the delivery
0: girl outfit yes like that's what she I, had um, like
1: that amazing matching cape but yeah then then she b- delivers that gigantic Fur. mink coat with the oh. huge shoulders and like giant bell sleeves and oh, oh it looks God. luxurious Perfect. just a big blanket I mean
0: yes and I love that Felix is like nobody needs a mink coat except for a mink and I'm like shut your mouth Felix yeah. shut your mouth your mouth <laughs> because <laughs> that coat looks crisp okay? i know
1: no kidding and you know and i and i think i you know to me that's one of my favorite parts of the movie it's like good for you girl working hard Oh yeah that's, that's what, what oh, she that's... wants it's like girl wanted a main coat she didn't want a big house she didn't want any of that like that's the thing is before all this whole story went down she seemed pretty fucking happy oh, with her life yeah. in that moment you know? a feminist
0: icon elizabeth lane right here yeah, like, she was like, killing the, it yeah she did get it. like
1: you know wedding fever and mommy fever until like later on and it was more like i still felt like oh well we won't go into this but it's just like stop settling she never <laughs> just...
0: said she wanted to marry jefferson i know she just really wanted to mug down with him i mean that's pretty <laughs> obvious in the movie pretty like, much. she never said anything about marrying him she just said would you kiss a married woman <laughs>
1: Yeah, that and you know, and FYI, she still can't cook that shit for you, pals. Well, yeah, I don't know if you it's bait and switch for you. Anyway, but she was um, looking good, and that that her work from home outfit was amazing. And then she topped yeah. it off with her mink coat that she bought with her own cash, Monties. Mm-hmm. Or That's at least right. she still had six months payments on it. But still, yeah. you know, she's like, it was, "It's
0: gonna cost me six months, but I yes. promised myself a mink coat." And you got to keep promises, especially to yourself. I'm exactly. Like, I'm like preach, Elizabeth Lane. Yes. Preach. Yeah. I mean, she was she was killing it. Um, yeah. And then she had that one. Then when she went to go see uh, when she went to go see Yardley, and she had that amazing like hat and gloves whole combination. Oh, like, I know. Dressed it up. Oh, that's right. And then she ends up going back when she goes back to um, the restaurant after she gets bulldozed. She's it's a different outfit underneath it, and it's yes. that amazing like dress. It's like it's built in, dress. almost like um, uh,
1: like links on a like chain uh, links that are on the neckline. link applique.
0: Um, Oh my God! Amazing. When she took that coat off, I was like, "Is that oversized chain link on around you?" Yes, it is, girl. Yes, yes. It is. looking crisp. <laughs> loved yep. it.
1: Looking amazing, and and I love that little hat that went with it. It like kind of came. To, it was like a little. It just kind of was like a cap almost. It came to the yep. point in the back, and and it like framed her hair perfectly. Just so incredibly forties and wonderful. Oh my God!
0: And I love that she was always wearing her hair kind of down, but also like curled up on the side too. Yeah, and, and she it, has
1: those like. Permed bangs, and I don't mean that in a bad way, y'all. Like they were like these wave bangs. They were really, they were like pin
0: set or something. She definitely did something. They were gorgeous, and I feel like in the rest of the movie too. Like especially like when they went to the farm, she was wearing these sort of like her hair was like she had those like little kind of like headband or like pillbox on the back of her head. Mm -hmm. And then her hair had like the little like short bangs. And then it was kind of like in a coiffure in the back. but It was all kind of like tied under. I wonder if she was wearing like a hairnet to keep it all. I think she was wearing hairnets curled and like in place. It's so. And remember
1: that was very World War II appropriate hair because it was pulled back in almost like the victory rolls. It was back away from her hair. Like that would have been like safe to wear in the factories. And that was sort of after that whole like, like even Veronica, lake wore her hair back at that point so that right. was that was very like um uh just very very wartime appropriate hair uh, you know that she would have been showing off and trying to support and a lot of there were a lot of those nuances throughout this whole movie of being very like world war you know pro-america world oh, war yeah. ii oh yeah
0: this movie is straight up like world war ii like like Mm -hmm. propaganda like the beginning of it with the with the the navy boat and then of course jefferson being a naval officer and then Mm -hmm. all of the women the two women that work in the fact the war factory the munitions factory like nearby who drop their kids off and then the the you know the house the housemaid or the uh housekeeper is like literally just being a de facto nanny for these women because they just need it and that's just everyone just pulled together it was kind of like The, uh, the undercurrent was very much like let's do it for our country our country yeah. wants us to sort of thing yeah to quote Greece too <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was
1: like wait are you yes you are okay we're going there <laughs> um,
0: yeah so that was definitely a thing oh my god and then um, what Barbara was wearing when they arrived at the, the farm Ooh. oh yeah well and
1: that was another again like it's like we see her again in the mink coat but this time she has that like this beautiful almost like standing matching fur like mink headband and then she has that matching it's like a large mink clutch and so she's oh, got these like the oh yeah no. yeah she's got this like large like mink sort of clutch bag but it ma- or at least it i'm assuming it is or at least it matches back to her hat that's just this beautiful almost like a halo like a Probably. standing halo of yeah.
0: her and she had that wonderful like kind of like marriage suit underneath it yeah like the, yeah like the surplice again and then it had like and it a had like little loops
1: like oh, little yeah, self that loops that was that, so um, cool I yeah they that were pitching. like small at the neck and then they gradually got bit like bigger and slightly bigger loops as they got like more forward um yeah, but so i thought that was really cool and then it almost like i don't know if those were her initials or whatever but she's got I that th- giant applique on one side i think it's so it was. 40s i, I think love it
0: was because i think at one point when you're watching it you can see because it's that it's it's all like you know, see, super like swirly beaded. Bead it, and it's yeah, like, cause
1: it's brought to you by Philip yeah. Estrada. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah. So I think, I think when you watch it, you can see her moving. It actually, you can kind of tell it's like an E at the very least, mm-hmm. an E and an, maybe it's an EL for Elizabeth Lane, but yeah. it's really cool. But that like self fabric spaghetti strap, like detail. So cool. So it was cool. like
1: uh, that. It was like on the edge of the sleeves and, and then everything oh, yeah. she has has have those, has those really powerful sculpted shoulders like everything she wears even her robes were like sculpted shoulder which by the way i love that like white robe like after they're like they come back from being in the snow and then she she's like back in and she's i I mean i assume it's white but it had like a scarf almost like a scarf belt and she had a little like scarf tucked into her neck and everything and it was really pretty too and
0: so beautiful yeah God, she had some. And then when there was also the look that she wore, like her like decorating the Christmas tree look.
1: Oh, <laughs> actually, I think that might be my favorite. It looks like it's like a long so black pretty. evening dress, but then she's got that like, look almost. I'm, I'm envisioning like a Sherpa or a suede maybe because it maybe. looks like the underside of it has like fur or it looks like it's lined in fur. It has like little pockets. Or it could even just be edged.
0: Fur. It could be edged in fur. Yeah, like, maybe like it's like binding, edged like in Like it. a fur bind, binding with the, of course, strong shoulder. Again, yeah. huge strong shoulder. But like, it almost looks like she has like a, the, it's a very high neck gown. Yeah, too it does it. look
1: very high necked. And actually a lot of things she wears are not, are, are pretty high neck. They're not like super revealing. Although yeah. I think like there's a black, Last that she wears in like the suit she has on on the very last scene that I realize is like it's pretty much like open all the way down to the waist but it's got ruffles that like sort of yeah. are at the center front that kind of hide it but but yeah like everything's fairly chaste. but I love that jacket I love that little furry jacket and then the the dress to me that looks very it's very wintry and kind of pretty and uh, very mm. regal looking and cozy. It's very cute. That's the kind
0: of gown that I'm gonna be wearing at my Christmas party this you year. You better be.
1: Yeah. I, yes. d- I was actually wondering, because of course it looks like it's a black gown with a white jacket, but I wonder if it's like a green or a red, or if they're doing Ooh, like- Ooh, it would if it's be
0: beautiful of, if it was burgundy or like- Yeah, that's what a, I was thinking. Or like, or like a Christmas da- green. And, yes, you know. I
1: was thinking like dark emerald deep Christmas green with like a white jacket. Oh, it would be so pretty. Beautiful, absolutely. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and then she's got that robe on afterwards like after they they like they close the door and the giant thing of snow plops on top of them that was pretty yes. funny <laughs> knocks him <them> out <laughs>
0: Um, that whole scene with the cow is so weird, but and, like, she's, <laughs> like love,
1: she like barely touches the rope. She's like, ew gross!" It's so yes. funny. So funny.
0: <laughs> oh my god, when she's changing the baby, she like, <laughs> the baby's diaper, She just like throws it off to the side.
1: <laughs> anyway, what's this? Who knows? <laughs>
0: it's so good. And then she like mistakes the baby's gender. So oh, great. so great! So <laughs> hilarious! Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my goodness! um <laughs>
1: And then I think after that, she, like, the next day when she's, like, trying to perfect her flapjack flipping thing, she's wearing that cute, I'm a, I wish, again, some of these I'm like, I wish I knew what color it was because she's know, clearly wearing right? gingham. I'm assuming it's red gingham. Maybe it's blue. Maybe it's black. We don't know. But Ugh, it's red a it's a gingham check situation with, like, a white blouse underneath. Like, it's like a jumper almost, like a yeah. skirt jumper thing. But then I noticed that, like, um, what's really cute is it's got these really cool, almost, like, welt pockets on the front and, like, some strike or um, some like play where like some of the ginghams on the bias and like again classic 40s where they're like oh all we have is the simple gingham well we will just use every chip and fabric in every direction and make it cray cray and beautiful (laughs) and and like it's it's really neat
0: (laughs) so beautiful that one was really pretty it was very like kind of like homey and like very homey it made made her kind of look even younger which was interesting which was nice it It did but it was
1: very flattering on her figure Mm -hmm. and and very cute it looked comfortable she looked comfortable. Actually, perfect flapjack
0: flipping clothes.
1: (laughs) Yes, where are my flapjack flipping togs? (laughs) Cadbury, where are my togs? (laughs) 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 Apparently, she's richy rich now. I don't know.
0: (laughs) My flapjack flipping togs are in the cleaners. I can't today guess it's waffles. My goodness! Then they go to the. Then they end up going to the uh, the dance where she wears my favorite look from the movie. Yeah, Uh, that's
1: oh, that jacket. I mean,
0: okay, who doesn't love a bias cut plaid jacket with a giant with a peplum with a peplum (sighs) with a nice big black velvet bow, which is clearly decorative, um, on the on the top, and then the entire plaid. In the intersections of the plaid is all jeweled because she glitters I like know. a no-bra.
1: Yes. Oh, she's, there is some, and I love how it's like subtle sparkle. And she even had some little subtle sparkles on her, her suit that she had the little loops, the little fabric loops on there too. Oh, I yeah. noticed that like, there's just these little hints and you're like, thank you, Edith. You know, there's just these <laughs> tiny hidden sequins on things.
0: Yeah, and it just gave just a little like, bit of
1: sparkle and added to that Christmas whimsy, you know? So yeah, uh, Edith is yeah. definitely
0: like, we're going to put sparkle on the main girl because we want all eyes on me, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hidden sequence it's great and yeah but no that is a, i love that jacket it's so beautifully oh God, tailored yes. and sculpted and it's everything's on the bias and it's just um and but i love I, I love those sleeves like even it's got the strong shoulder but i love how they're just so sculpted and really tapered and and cut really close with a little tiny ruffle and uh and and again, just a simple dark skirt. It looks like it's probably velvet. Mm-hmm. It just—it's so holiday looking. Like I love I'm that. dying to know, like what those. It's like—is it black and white? Is it you know Christmas colors? I'm dying to know. Like what so, could not, it be? It's weird because like not all the black and white movies where I, I'm like, oh, I wonder what color that is. A lot of times I'm just like, yeah, it looks cool. I'm I'm happy the way it is. But for this one, I'm like, I kind of wish. Like if they if someone colorized this movie, I don't think I'd hate it because it's a Christmas yeah. movie, you know, like That's and true. I'm, I'm sort of really curious to know what her looks are,
0: yeah, I'm too. I wonder if uh, maybe I could find photos of the um uh, the costumes, maybe they survived. yeah, I something. tried
1: i really I tried to scrub through and and find anything like that were like cost like if there was any surviving costumes from this movie, yeah. but alas, nothing. did but, you uh, spell
0: Connecticut with three, three C's I did, okay, I did,
1: <laughs> yes. I, sure you do I, I tried to check that first because I knew yeah. I was like, whoa, if I if I can't do that, then I shouldn't even bother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, of course, at the end, she's wearing her wonderful, her wonderful. I just got fired suit. Yes. Um, which yes. is that's actually a really beautiful suit. Too. It is.
1: Well, all of, her, all of her suits are beautifully tailored, beautifully balanced. Like like that. Nothing is hiking. Everything is just and I love like the length and the the shape of skirts in the 40s they're kind of like an a-line shape and they mm-hmm. just hit you with this really nice part of your knee like they're just so flattering and floaty and and everything yeah. is like a it, wide it's a great super suit, wide but again, waistband but it's one of those too. i'm like is it velvet what color is it what's Probably. going on here because and i wonder if it is because you know because Could've it's black a... and white you can or maybe it's like a wool because it doesn't really show up too too well on camera yeah um but it's still you can tell is a really nice cut
0: could have been a nice wool or something too but I do like the fact that everything had a wide waist on the on all the looks. You know, she had yes. like a super nice wide waistband, and like everything kind of like really accentuated how tiny her waist was. And then these big oh, yeah. shoulders made her look yeah. even tinier. And then the little flared, tie, slightly flared skirt. It's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, you could tell like Edith was working her mathematical magic with all of these things, and just like. Um, just, and again, it's the forties. So it's like, there really was like, you know, like all those broad shoulders really do kind of help the, all the garments, like really hang well off of your body, like from the top mm-hmm. down, they just yeah. sort of even out your, you know, if you've got a weird shoulder slope or whatever, like they even out everything. So it just kind of hangs nicely. And um, and and it really does sort of like it accentuates good things and it sort of conceals not so great things and uh, and her but her tailoring is just wonderful and I mean Barbara Stanwyck she just looks beautiful I mean, and, you, know, you know you know she kind of I was thinking when I was watching this there were a couple of times and it I don't know why it's there's something weird thing to think about but it's like her face shape and eyebrow shape I think Natalie Portman could probably do a, a Barbara Stanwick if you if you did her upright I think she yeah. I think she has the right facial structure and, sure. like, if you, and, and, like, the figure and everything. And I bet, it, I bet with enough, like, a little bit of the makeup and the hair and all that, if she really worked on it, like, the, yeah. like, her, she could, she could probably do a great Barbara Stanwyck.
0: If for any reason you needed her to. Right, exactly.
1: But, you know, I bet you she could, especially even now that she's, like, you know, older. She's, like, in her 30s. I think she could really yeah. probably deliver a, a you know, a, like, if you ever, anyone out there doing a classic Hollywood movie and you're looking for a Barbara Stanwyck type, may I recommend Natalie Portland? I bet she could yeah. crush it. <laughs>
0: That's true. Um, oh, my God. Mary Lee, the nurse, was so Oh, my cute, gosh. She right? was her, so
1: cute. And I love her hair.
0: voice. Oh, my God, Ugh. that hair. I mean, she, she
1: looked like a cartoon. She looked like the hot blonde from like the Warner Brothers cartoon that the that the Fox oh, like, yeah. and then the eyes pop out. She yeah. had like that hair and face. She
0: just needed a tighter dress. And <laughs> she a was like that
1: skirt. nurse, like, hello, yeah. nurse. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. She was so
0: cute. Yeah, she um, was
1: really cute. And I thought that was really great, too. Like, this is a really great example of a movie where it's like, like the two women could have been in competition with each other, but they weren't. You know, she wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. She was just like, no, well, I'm not marrying you. I just wanted to come tell you that. But they just, ass- like, they automatically assume, like, uh oh, it's going to be a showdown. And it wasn't like that at <laughs> all. Yeah. And it wasn't like that at all. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Oh, no, it was really cool. I love yeah. that. God. Oh, and we have to talk about Felix. Oh, yeah, and Felix,
1: uh, a.k.a. Cuddles, I believe I was reading. That was his nickname in real life. His nickname
0: was Cuddles.
1: Yeah, like, I was reading about him and then some of the other guys in there. Like, he was a real, like, he was actually from Hungary. Oh, yeah, I I think I read uh, that. Yeah, and it sounds like he was just a really like a delightful per I mean his nickname was cuddles so I mean a, he sounds like he, he genuinely was a delightful person and actually could cook um oh, nice. and not only could he well he could cook but he also he yeah, had kind of detested American food apparently his wife would bring him food on the set so <laughs> a little, there was a little bit of like art imitating life in this movie <laughs> nice I thought that was kind of funny classic um, yeah
0: I had also I think I had read that he wasn't a fan of the of the guy who played Yardley though and I could see that, which which made for easy easy acting when they didn't like each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved his. I love the way he just kept calling him fat man. My <laughs> 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 oh God. Um, what, what else was I going to say? There? Oh, yeah, I was, there is was a documentary actually on uh, Amazon Prime about Barbara Stanwyck. And I was watching oh, it yeah. while I was working on my Halloween costume. Nice. And um, they were talking about her that she went through and was a working, a working star. Like she starred in movies and she never had a studio contract. She was never contracted to any specific studio. She was like one of the very, wow. very first. She was able to kind of do be a freelance, um, like a be basically be a freelance actress, which was kind of unheard of for that time. Like, and just made it work. Managed to do That's that. That's amazing. The, all the and get like full like like top billing parts in movies, which was super rare for that. that well, and that period. makes
1: sense because why? Like, you know, I, as we were reading about like the fact that she you know, she's like, oh, you know, she would do, like, a serious movie and then a fun movie and a serious... She would alternate, and it's like, I was even... That makes sense. I'm like, who... The fact that she even had a choice. Like, a lot of these people didn't even have a choice. They just did. They didn't... They didn't even they would have to shill toothpaste if they had to it didn't matter you know. know so it's like the fact that she was like picking and choosing and not only that but she sounds like she really did try to make some healthy life choices like to me that would make t- complete sense like sometimes i hear you hear about these actors being completely shattered after doing I these doubt. really heavy roles and so the the very idea of just going right back into something like that i would think would be could be very unhealthy so yeah, I, know, I you know right. good for her
0: I just thought that I found that to be so interesting to that think is of a woman who is able to sort of star in movies and like they kind of even talked about it that she never was like she did while yes yeah, she was able to be like the star of movies and stuff like that she was never like a Hollywood machine star. She was never yeah. like, um, she didn't have the machine. She didn't have the advantage in air quotes of the machine behind her, like pumping her out to. Oh, the, you mean like the the Judy public. Garland? Oh, she's so right. lucky. She's so <laughs> yes, lucky. Pretty much like she didn't have, they didn't have like, she didn't have the full, like the full star yeah. making machine behind her, like, you know, the publicity machine. And oh, the, you mean like you Marilyn Monroe? So lucky. So lucky. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <sir>. It's just. <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> so that, that but it's just
0: interesting to think that despite not having the advantages of that she still was able to become like yeah. to be able to star yeah to, like, hold get her top own building in these movies it's kind of rad i'm like you like she's kind of a boss bitch like i love she that. is like, yeah some, it's like she buys her own fur coats she stars in her own movies <sighs> she makes her own rules like i love it I like know. I like that it's like this movie is almost like it feels very true to form for her. Like to yeah. be almost like very similar to her life in a way. Or at least yeah. that's what I'm projecting upon it.
1: Because no, like. I, I get that too. And I feel like there's just, I feel like this story, I'm like, Oh, with just a couple of tweaks and this story, I get what they're trying to say, but like, I feel like, It doesn't have to de evolve. And I say that because that's what it feels like. It doesn't have to de evolve into like marriage and making babies. Like, couldn't they have just like met and like he thinks she's fabulous and figures out her secret, but he's still super impressed that she like can write and do all that? They hit it off. They do it a lot. They run around the world. They have a great time. Oh, wait. That's, (laughs) but you know, like, I mean, that just seems like the way she's going, you know?
0: It's never said that they were getting married at the end of the movie. I mean yeah. there there's definitely they was definitely bone in yeah. after the credits rolled but She seemed to have like a really great she, gig going yeah. with
1: Felix where it was like look I get to write these things I live in my cute apartment you bring me food everybody's happy He's I so. wear a fur coat I wear a fur coat that I paid <laughs> they for de- myself I <laughs> get
0: delivered It's yep. amazing <laughs> Yeah so, I, I don't know. I think, I'm sure that the it's implied that they get married, but they never really, like, it was never. I'm so glad you know, that they it didn't, was, yeah. They didn't, like, they didn't fade into, like, wedding bells and her, like, running down the aisle, like many Or, 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 or better yet, yeah,
1: or worse yet, her and the nurse, double wedding. <laughs> I know,
0: that was an awful. <laughs> you would have literally just, like. <laughs> You're like, oh, come on. Flip the table. Yeah. <laughs> like i can't escape it um, no so that didn't happen at the very least so yeah blessings I know. That, right? <laughs>
1: number of weddings zero, zero.
0: <laughs> yes uh so you know what i count it as a win
1: <laughs> yeah and me too no and, and hey this movie was really cute i hey I, I mean i didn't even know about this movie let alone that it was like this you know a christmas movie so mm-hmm. i would definitely yeah. watch it again um, it's one of those, if it came on TCM, I definitely wouldn't turn it off.
0: Yes. And you know what's really great, too, is it's not, it's actually kind of one that you can watch early in the season. Yes. And not get felt, not. it doesn't feel too schmaltzy or to feel too Christmassy, you know, where yeah. you're just like. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're watching this in the last week of November, and it's like, it doesn't feel overly like, okay, we get it enough with the saccharine sweetness. It's, it's, no, it's no, actually it's kind of. No, it's not the Christmas element kinda of plays a background yeah. to it, which, was, it's a,
1: it, it's which a, was good. It's a good serviceable Christmas movie. Yes. It's a it's an amuse-bouche
0: amuse <laughs> to to the Christmas well, season. You <laughs> can tell it
1: was made in World War Two. <laughs> yeah. They approved this message.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, brought to you by the war by your war bonds <laughs> commission.
1: By war bonds. <laughs>
0: uh, did you have anything else to talk about this wonderful film?
1: Um trying to think. I, I think that's about it. I was really trying to make like I was gonna make like it's Jeffrey's favorites, cause that's the guy's name in the movie. <laughs> <Jefferson>. <laughs> I <didn't get> to, <laughs> yeah, but don't they call him Jeff or Jeffrey? <laughs> Jeffy. <Yeah. laughs> she
0: called the nurse calls him Jeffy Boy. <laughs>
1: it's it's Jeffrey's favorite.
0: Um, Jeffy Boy. <laughs> I love Jeffy. Oh.
1: Yeah, he was really cute. Um uh, that's about it. I'm just really yeah, I'm glad we uh, got a suggestion and we um Hell yeah. you know, we 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 did this. It was great.
0: If anybody else has any suggestions, please let us know. Yeah, for sure. Me. We've gotten a couple suggestions and I've had to write back, we're saving that one.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> and, you know, uh, kudos to you guys for, uh, you're immediately suggesting like Holy Grail type movies. And like, yeah, we know. We're, we're, there's certain Forget. ones where we're, we're super dupe saving those. Some of them even for like two-parters because they deserve no. it. So uh, so we hear you on certain ones. But but yeah, if there's others, I mean, please just keep them coming. Yeah. Keep Give them coming. us the hidden
0: gems. Yeah, yes. are there any, love the, love the hidden gems that we didn't know about or ones that are like kind of lesser known favorites or like those are, those yeah yeah
1: and it's it's because as we said we we really enjoy researching doesn't feel like work this is totally fun
0: so yep (laughs) um so at that this is the time to talk about our social media plugs
1: shameless plug
0: uh, Old Hollywood Realness on Facebook, Old Hollywood Realness on Instagram, at O H R Podcast on Twitter. You can email us all your thoughts and prayers. Um old Hollywood realness at gmail.com check out our website because we'll be posting the photo recap montage on the on the page for the episode mm-hmm. will um, and while you're there there's also the Amazon banner I know you're gonna be doing some Christmas shopping clickety clack that first yep. and then head over to Amazon shop like you normally would we Woo. get some monties. Uh, uh, uh. so <laughs> uh, do that please and um, if you're feeling bold you can swing over to um, iTunes Rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars and mm-hmm. leave us a review just like X Leslie X did. So yeah. much fun. Five stars. She says, I've always loved classic movies, but not many people in my social circle feel the same way. Enter old Hollywood realness. The podcast is a super fun discussion that feels more like sitting around and chatting with your virtual friends than sitting through a lecture. Love it.
1: Woohoo! Oh, Yay! No. Thank you so much. That's Such exactly what one. we like to do. <laughs>
0: Yay! That's good exactly what we <laughs> Love it. Awesome. <laughs> so keep those, uh, keep those reviews coming. Love it. So much fun. <laughs> um, and then I guess that's pretty much it. Uh thanks to Hal Lublin for his vocal talents at the opening of the podcast. Um, thanks to Kathleen for being here. She's a national treasure. I love her. Oh, and thanks to <laughs> Philip, of course. <laughs> um, and uh thanks for listening to OHR 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 Podcast. Bye!